Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about subconjunctival hemorrhage. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerodefinals.com slash subconjunctival hemorrhage or in the ophthalmology section of the Zero to Finals medicine book. So let's get straight into it. Subconjunctival hemorrhages are a relatively common condition where one of the small blood vessels within the conjunctiva ruptures and releases blood into the space between the sclera and the conjunctiva. These hemorrhages often appear after episodes of strenuous activity like heavy coughing, weightlifting or straining when constipated. It can also be caused by trauma to the eye. So let's start early with a quick Tom tip. Most cases of subconjunctival hemorrhage are idiopathic, meaning that they come on without a clear underlying cause and the patient is otherwise healthy. However, there's a number of conditions that may predispose them to developing a subconjunctival hemorrhage. So when a patient turns up with a subconjunctival hemorrhage, use it as a clue to think about other conditions that may have caused the subconjunctival hemorrhage, or at least contributed to it. And these are things like hypertension, so it's worth checking their blood pressure, bleeding disorders, for example, thrombocytopenia or a low platelet count, whooping cough, or pertussis infection can cause such severe coughing that they develop, medications like warfarin, DOAX or antiplatelet medications like aspirin or clopidogrel, or even non-accidental injury where there may be a safeguarding problem and trauma from some sort of abuse. So how do they present? Well, subconjunctival hemorrhage presents with a patch of bright red blood that appears underneath the conjunctiva and in front of the sclera. And this means that it covers the white part of the eye and it's painless and it doesn't affect the vision at all. There may be a precipitating event such as a coughing fit or heavy lifting and you can be quite confident in your diagnosis based on a simple history and looking at the bright red blood in front of the conjunctiva. How do we manage subconjunctival hemorrhages? Well they're harmless and they'll spontaneously resolve without any treatment. So usually simple reassurance and giving time is all that's necessary to treat them. And it takes around two weeks for them to fully resolve. It's worth thinking about possible causes like hypertension and bleeding disorders. So if you've got any doubt, check their blood pressure and you may consider checking some blood tests to further investigate whether there's an underlying bleeding problem. If the patient is bothered by a sensation in the eye like there's a foreign body or something inside the eye, you can use some lubricating eye drops just to help improve the symptoms while the subconjunctival hemorrhage improves on its own. So thanks for listening to this episode on subconjunctival hemorrhages. A big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast as always. If you want written notes on this topic and all the other episode topics, head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of the Zero to Finals Medicine book. You can also pick up a copy of the paediatrics book if you want notes on paediatrics to help with your paediatrics exams. You can also find everything completely free on the Zero to Finals website at zerotofinals.com and I hope you tune in to the next episode which will be on posterior vitreous detachment.